0: Thank you for listening to the Golden Hour Drip podcast with me, Logan Lee Miller. Enjoy the show. Okay, okay. I know that summer officially starts in June, but I am feeling these summer vibes right now. It's the middle of May and we have like one, some steaming weather, but that's not why it feels like summertime to me. There's definitely like some other elements that are just like really, really driving it home for me. So, uh, if you listened to last week's episode, me and my mom, uh, did a podcast for mother's day. It was very cute. Um, but during that time, like she had visited and, uh, we had like a bonfire and bonfire are like, one. Yes, they can give like fall season vibes, but a hot summer fire, like that is so good. Like s'mores, we got s'mores. We had uh, volleyball and like, of course we had some drinks. Like we were just having such a good time. We were laying on the hammock and that one set me up for success this uh this week, honestly. So Saturday, I had like honestly Friday too though. Like Friday was so um nice. It was Garrett's birthday. We came to the house. We hung out. We switched around some tractors and some trucks for my dad, which is like springtime planting here on the farm. And uh, then Garrett and I went out to eat for his birthday and we were on the patio, which... I love being on the patio and especially in the first little bit of May, like it's nice enough to be outside and you don't have to worry about like sweltering heat, right? So that was super fun just to be on the back patio and like the sun go down. That was so sweet. And then Saturday, I went to the first farmer's market of my season. So honestly, they had one. Last, uh, last week, but I wasn't able to go because I didn't know that it was occurring. (laughs) I love farmer's markets. One, they are so like nostalgically cute, like just like a fun Saturday thing to do. And, uh, we have a farmer's market here where I live. Um, and actually I worked for a farmer's market for an internship. I was their research and marketing intern one summer. And I will say like even working a whole summer in the heat, like setting up tents and helping vendors and like, um, exchanging cash, like doing all those things. Like I still love a good farmer's market. Like they are just the vibes are immaculate. Like I just, I don't know. They're they're one of my favorite things to do. And all of like the little vendors, it makes me just so happy. One because they're honing in their craft. And it takes a lot of guts to one, like get a tent for a farmer's market, get your tables out, get all your stuff out, and then hope that someone will like stop by and look at what you've been working on, right? Like all of these, um, either like handcrafted fabrics or like clothes, or some of them have like, you know, the handcrafts, um, or soaps or honey or meat vegetables, like all of the different things. It is just, it's so much fun to go. And so Saturday I like set out, um, with the intentions to go grocery shopping. I needed to go grocery shopping. I needed to get the house all set up. I needed to get reset, re back on track. Um, one with like just how the house is looking in general. And honestly, it wasn't that bad because I did have like my mom and dad down last weekend. So my house was clean, but you know how it goes. If you don't keep up with it consistently, then it's super, super easy for it to like fall off the tracks And that's what I've done. I've fallen off the tracks. Like I really need to do like just an internal shift where I'm like, you know what? Like I'm the type of girl and I did practice it this weekend. I'm the type of girl that's going to put the dishes away like that night. I'm going to be the girl who's going to wipe the counters. I'm going to be the girl who takes the extra step to just like put in a little laundry. Like I'm trying so, so hard to do that little bit of maintenance every once in a while. So then it's like not this big to do like over the weekend And i've been really really trying to work hard and i will say i did kind of succeed thursday i did a little bit of dishes which has been great um but overall like our house still needs to be clean i will say both spare rooms are immaculate they are so clean so good in my office, it can kind of seem like a little echoey in here because we moved out most of furniture. I'm getting two new chairs in here and a carpet, so hopefully that will help the sound in this room. But we had moved things out for like Lily's little bloat mattress. And then the other room, like our spare bedroom that actually has bed in it, we uh, cleaned it all up. So like, there's no hunting stuff laying on the bed and there's no like, um, Garrett's clothes or like papers from the mailbox. I don't know. So I definitely, I need to like, just get things reset. I need to, I don't know. It makes me it kind of chills me out, honestly, like I do like doing housework. I find it very soothing and I find that it helps me like clear my mind, helps me get out of work mode. And I do enjoy it. I just don't want to spend my entire Saturday, uh, cleaning. And then when I get to Sunday, like feeling like, Oh my gosh, like I only have today to enjoy it. So I'm really, really working hard to try to do it all the time, a little bit of maintenance here, a little bit of maintenance there so that I can just like fully, fully enjoy all like parts of my weekend, of my weekdays. And if I want to have someone over during like a Tuesday or Wednesday, not thinking, oh my gosh, I got to clean everything up before, um, they come over. Like, you know, so I, needed to one pick up some like we need more like dishwasher cleaner things like that, um but I also needed to go grocery shopping and also Garrett's car needed gas so while I was sitting at the gas pump, I like popped onto Facebook because what else are you supposed to do while you're waiting for the gas to go in your vehicle right and so I was scrolling, and one of my very very favorite um vendors she has her own like her and her husband have Buckeye Acres. They are a like produce farm. So it's very cute. They have pumpkins there and they also have like you pick stuff. And she shared like this little photo and they had like the first strawberries of the season. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like I love little strawberries. And I thought that she was announcing that it's going to be like you pick season. And It wasn't, which I was a little sad about, but she reminded me, she's like, hey, we're going to be at the farmer's market today. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to go. I can't wait. And so I had already left the house or would have invited Garrett, but sometimes like doing things by yourself is really, really amazing. Like to go to the farmer's market by myself, to walk around, to just like look at everything. I ended up, I got a new, like a soap, like a new soap. It was so cute. I don't know why I've been really in the mood of like lotions and soaps, like, and just smelling good. I have been craving it so bad, like making sure my laundry smells so good, making sure my house smells so good and fresh and clean. Like, I don't know why. Maybe it's just the spring cleaning in me because it's like, oh, right. Like, it's no longer wintertime. I want fresh smells and all the amazing things. And it was this super cute little soap bar. If you follow me on Instagram, I shared it to my story. It's called Apollo, but it's like a play on words because it's like a little doggy and he had like a space helmet and he was so cute and I knew that I just absolutely had to like pick one up and then of course I got like this huge head of lettuce like it's massive it looked like a bouquet of flowers that's how big it was and it was for like $4.50. When I go to the grocery store, I get like three little like lettuce, They're romaine lettuce and they come in a package of three and it's literally like $3.58 and they're small and they go bad so quick. So I was just so happy. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. Like I love like fresh produce in the summertime. I got the like brand new little baby strawberries. Strawberries from like a strawberry patch are way better than the grocery store. I don't know why. I think it's because they, it takes them more time to like develop their sweetness and they're just so like, it's, I I don't know. Like it's just different. It's different. It's just amazing. And then I also picked up asparagus for my husband because he likes it. I don't really, I'm not a fan of asparagus. I know it's like a summer food, but I don't really like it that much. Garrett, he's all about the asparagus, and it was like purple and green. So when you go to farmers markets, they're one, it's like better quality, right? Um, And you know, the people who grew it, which is awesome. I'm not saying grocery stores are bad. I love a good grocery store. I love picking up those products. And I'm glad we have such like a great system to bring these fruits and vegetables from different states, countries into our uh, grocery stores, right? Like, I think that's amazing. I love the distribution process, like all of those things. But There's just something different about walking around a little farmer's market in the sun in the morning air and picking up like some fruits and vegetables. I don't know. It just makes me so, so happy. And that was like the start of like feeling like, oh, it's summer. And this is also like the first Saturday that I didn't really have any obligations. I didn't have anything to do. I feel like I've been on a fast track doing this and that and this and that. So it was just nice not to have any plans. I swear. I think I spent five hours in town because next I went to Walmart. I took my time. I picked up some like other products that we needed. I also, I bought a swimsuit because oh my gosh, like I want to clean the pool. I want to sit outside like Rowdy Hats her little pool. Like I want to just be outside and all of my swimsuits from two years ago are too small. Like they're just, one, when I bought them, the cups were too set. Su- too small anyways but then it just got worse when I was washing them also just like growing as an individual so they were a little small and I was like oh my gosh like I need to pick out something that is you know fits me and that doesn't make me feel like self-conscious or anything because I do like my one piece from last year but I don't have like a second like I need another swimsuit right and so I went and I picked up this fluorescent yellow green like it is neon. It is bright and the only thing I can say on why I purchased it was because I did see a di- a diagram, <laughs> oh my gosh, a diagram online for like okay, the color of your bathing suit can determine how easy it is to recover your body in the water. Say, you know, I hit my head or I get taken by a current or anything like to help find me in the water. You're going to want to have like bright colors. And they said, okay, like this is the, uh, these are the colors that are the best and the best one obviously is like the construction yellow, like that bright green yellow that construction workers use that are literally, if you shine a light on them, it'd probably be reflectant. Like that is how bright this bathing suit is. And I was like, you know what? This is perfect. Like I might as well make sure that I'm found on the river this summer. Like I want to be like seen in the water. I don't want to uh, drown. I don't know. Maybe that's coming with age that I think that, you know, about these things and like, you're not supposed to wear... Uh, like blues or purples, obviously, because it matches the water. And I didn't really ever think about it, like ever. Growing up, like I grew up in the 2000s, 2010s, like there was this pattern and it was either you are a like red, orange, yellow kind of girl, or you're like the blue, green, purple kind of girl. Right. And I was always the red girl, like the red, the yellow and the pink kind of girl. So I never really had a problem about that, but I do know that one of my sisters is like a purple, blue, green girl. And like, that is so scary. Like if you ever think about how your swimsuit plays a part into like the safety of the water, even if you're at like a community pool or anything. And I was like, all right. So that weighed my decision. And if you see me this summer in a super, super bright swimsuit, that's why. Okay. I'm just trying to protect my safety because you know what? I am a whole year older. I am now 24. I cannot believe it. And maybe, I don't know. I used to think about like my mother. And when I was in school and how she would be like, okay, don't do this. Don't do that. Like, and she had all this like worry almost. And in the, like, while he's in high school, I was like, well, like, why, why do you worry so much? Like, I don't worry about you. And I do think (laughs) that's not to be mean. I just mean, like, I just had the assumption that she would be safe. Right. Right. But then as I grew older, I'm like, oh my gosh, like life is literally so fragile. Right. And things could happen at any moment. And so I'm going to try my best to do all the things to protect myself, um, like locking the doors, like not keeping my purse into the car. Also, did you guys realize, sorry to like give you some phobias. Like I, I promise I'm not trying to, I just want you guys to be safe and sound, but okay. So we have a garage. I've never had a garage my entire life. This is the first time. Okay. I take that back. One time we had a garage. We lived there for a few months we were on base and we got locked out of the garage. It was the 4th of July and uh, we couldn't get in. So we had to wait for someone to like let us in. Um, anyways, so we have never had a garage. Now our vehicles do not go into our garage at this moment because one, it's too filled. Two, Garrett's project truck is going into the garage. So that's a little sad. Um, (laughs) But if you leave your garage opener in your car, like someone can uh, break into your car and like press the button or steal the button or do any of those things or like if you leave your car unlocked with the garage button in it, like they could steal the garage button, wait till you go to work and then come and open your garage. Uh, so I've now put my garage button in my purse so that I don't have that problem. I don't know. Something I never, ever thought about until it was brought to my attention. So I just want to keep everyone safe this summer, uh, keep you safe during, you know, all, all times. Okay. So wear a bright swimsuit, wear the, or make sure you're keeping your buttons safe. I don't know all the things. Um, but yeah, so a whole year older, 24, you know, it's kind of bizarre to think about this because I figured I would have a little more figured out by now. Right. I feel like I do have a good handle on a lot of things, but when i was like 17 which let's see that's 7 years ago um oh my gosh that's only 7 years ago but i think so much developmental things have happened right in 7 years but if i had a kid at 17 which glad i didn't um but like they would be 7 how crazy is that i think about that a lot like oh like kids from high school, like they, some of them had like a baby right out of high school or they had it like, um, my sophomore year, whatever it was like, or take Marcella, my freaking niece. Like she is already, I think she's four now. Like that's insane. Like that's literally crazy to me. So when I was 17, I thought 23, like I thought 23 was old. Like that's that's an adult. Like you're out of college. Like you should have like your career going on. I really thought that I would have a baby by now. I seriously did, but I don't. And that's completely okay. And isn't it funny how like our dreams can change? Like I really thought that by 23, I'd have at least one baby. And also I like maybe onto my second, right? By 24, that just made sense in my head. And right now, like that's, that's not the game plan, right? Like I, I think your twenties are an extension of like your childhood, right? And it's still, I know, I know it's not a childhood, right? Like I know we're not children, but it's still like a young adult. It's still like part of your learning age and it's still your youth essentially, right? Like it's your youth. And for me personally, I'm like, dang, like I still want to be doing all the things as a kid. Like I also... I can't even keep my house clean at the moment and keep Garrett and I to have like clean underwear, you know, some, sometimes Garrett's got to go to work and he, he does not need everything that he he has. Like he doesn't, he doesn't have everything that he needs. I mean, um, anyways, so like it just is bizarre to me how I'm 24 and it hasn't even set in yet. Like we're one weekend and um, one weekend from turning 24 and it's insane. Like I just, I, there's definitely some things that I thought I would have done by now or things that I would have like accomplished. I don't know. Like it's very bizarre, um, to me, but right now, like 24, like it's not that old. Like it really, it really is not that old. And I'm like, dang, like I got to, I don't know. Like people think I'm the adult. There's a meme. And it's like when you're looking for the adult to handle the situation and you realize you're the adult. I was like, oh my gosh, I guess I'm the adult. And also like some of the podcasters or influencers that I follow, like they're 30. And I think, oh my gosh, how are you 30? Like you look like you're 20. You look like a a young person. Like how are you 30? And that's because 30 is literally not old. (laughs) Like I'm only, you know, six years away from 30. Oh my gosh. That is so crazy. But you know, I, I don't know. Like, and also I used to think like, Oh, like what is my best age? Right? Like what's our favorite age? And I think every year that I have a birthday, I think to myself, Oh my gosh, this is going to be the best year. Like this is going to be the greatest year yet. This is the best age, you know? And so I hope as I have birthdays, like, I hope that they're just as amazing. And I also think, oh my gosh, like how many people don't get to be my age? Like how many people do um, die young? Like, and I just, I wanna be so uh, grateful for the, uh, the years that I get to have. And also like that it's okay not to have everything figured out. And if I did have everything figured out, how boring would that be, right? And I remember in high school, the like uncertainty. I just watched Senior Year. It's uh has Rebel Wilson in it. She looks beautiful in it. And it honestly, it has it caught me by surprise. Honestly, the we have not had a iconic high school movie in a while. Like in a fat while. I personally love um Clueless. I love that movie. But when did Clueless come out? And it's kind of funny, like the main actress in Clueless, she does a cameo in Senior Year, kind of cute. But like, I love those like cute little high school romance movies, and the ones that have been coming out, like To All the Boys I've Kissed before, like I did not like those; those were not a vibe, and they were okay, right? Like I, I don't know. I'm a huge movie fan. I love. Movies, and I think this one is definitely like I would absolutely re watch it. It was everything, and maybe it's because I am in my mid 20s. <gasps> oh my gosh, no, we're still early 20s, we're not mid 20s until 25, right? <laughs> but, um, I don't want to spoil too much, okay? So, if you haven't watched it, go watch it, but it kind of takes you by surprise on how it is laid out, but essentially Rebel Wilson is going to school as a, let's see, almost 40 year old woman. I'll let you figure out how she gets there, like how she gets to um, go to high school at that age, but she's going to high school at this age and she's trying to recreate her youth. as she's trying to have all the mile markers that she wanted to when she was in high school and I think about that for myself while I was watching it because I love I don't know I'm definitely I understand why moms stay-at-home moms or like grandmas, whatever, stay at home and watch soap operas, right? Like while they clean the house, because it's intriguing. I love the drama. Um, I love watching something while I uh, clean the house. And so I was watching it while I was doing dishes, uh, chopping up my vegetables. And um, I was just thinking to myself, like, oh my gosh, like, what was I thinking when I was walking down my like graduation steps. What was I thinking when I was sitting in the chair and I was waiting to walk up on stage and get my diploma? I'll tell you this. I was thinking my hair looked good, but it absolutely did not. My hair in high school was completely fried. And I think to my hair right now, my hair is at the length that it was in high school, but it's completely healthy. Like it is extremely healthy. And it's the hair that I wanted in high school but you know, it was too dumb to figure out how to achieve it. Right. And what about like the things I wanted to do, like going to college? Oh my gosh. That was such like a, I was thinking, oh, that's where like life is going to begin. That's where I'm going to be able to test out my wings and do whatever I want. And, and I definitely did that. Like I went to college and it was so much fun and I learned so much. I got my degree And I just think, oh my gosh, like would 17, 18 year old, because really I was 17 senior year. Like I did not turn 18 until May 8th, uh, senior year. So I was basically 17 my senior year. And so I just, I keep thinking back to when I was 17, when I was 17 and kind of my mindset and what I wanted and the goals that I had. I will say like, I figured I'd be married by 23. Right. And I accomplished that check mark. And that is something that I wanted. Um, I definitely don't want a baby right now, but I think to myself, oh my gosh, like I, I did that. Like, I'm so grateful. Like I'm living in my own home that Garrett and I, we built, like, it's amazing. Like we have a yard And it's a big yard and we live in the country and I have my own garden and that's something that I wanted when I was 17. I have a flower garden. Like I have herbs growing in my windowsill. Like I I don't know. Like it was just a very like pivotal moment for myself to just be grateful for everything that I've achieved and accomplished and all the mistakes that I've made and just where it brought me to, to right now. And I, you know, we made kebabs and we were cutting the vegetables and I made a sangria. And, um, I, it was just, it was all the happiness warmth that I imagined myself being and having when I was 17. And now I literally get to live it. Like I, and things definitely change, right? Like uh the career that I wanted, you know, that goal has shifted a little bit. I thought I wanted to have more like everything white in my home, but you know, like I actually like Browns and creams, and just your taste and your wants and your goals, and everything like it's normal to change and shift. And, um, I just think about you know, with each age, kind of like leaving that past self behind in that age. And not that I don't love that past self or anything, but I feel like it's a new level, right? Like 24, that's the 24th level, like 23rd level, 22nd level, 21st level. And I think that when you level up, when you boss up, whatever, like you have to leave certain parts of yourself behind, right? I will say this one part of myself that I did not want to leave behind. I, um, my ID expired. Oh my gosh. I was so, okay. So Uh, in 2020, I went and got a new ID updated to my new last name, right? Like it's going to be Miller. Uh, so I went and I got it all switched. Now during that time, they said, Oh, don't even worry about it. We don't have to take a new photo. Um, all we have to do is use your old photo because it's not a, uh, renewal. It's just a update. I said, okay, it was only $6 and I said, well, that's better than uh, more than $6. So I got my photo, uh, ID with my old photo that I took when I was a freshman in college. Now I am now not a freshman in college. I'm not a 18 year old and I went to uh, get my ID. And first off, this girl did me so dirty. She zoomed in on my face. Um, like the other one was, you could see like a bit of my t-shirt. You could see my necklace. This one, I swear is neck up. Like it is so freaking close up and my face has rounded just a little bit. It's so nice. Uh, no longer do I have that super sharp jaw line, which I will say, I did not even think my jawline was that, um, sharp until I uh, saw it today. So, Not today. Well, actually I got my, uh, hard copy in the mail, so I did see it today in color. It was great. I will say the color photo looks a lot better than the, um, the black and white, but I was so proud of that, uh, photo ID when I took it when I was 18. Um, and I was very proud of it. I thought it looked so pretty. And, uh, then when I go in for my next one, I go and take a photo of myself and I'm like, oh my gosh, like so much has changed. I feel one, since it's closer up, I I feel like my face is just, it's definitely rounded and it's definitely, um, you know, filled out a little bit, which comes with age, right? Like it just comes with age. And I also like, I have to remind myself that, you know, things change and lifestyles change. And if I, uh, want to get back to a more healthier me, like I really haven't worked out that much. I've been doing Pilates. I've done it for a full three months, Uh, which is absolutely crazy. I'm going into my fourth month of Pilates um, and I can definitely feel like my ankle strength is so much better. Like I can stand on my tippy toes, uh, and I can, I don't know, like the strength has definitely like developed more in my ankle bones, um, ankle bones, my ankle tendons, I guess. I don't know. It's very easy for me to like go on my tippy toes and I feel like parts of my abs and I feel my body, but it's also like, I'm trying to, with this, you know, 24 age, I'm trying to be more accepting of how my body looks instead of just like always focusing on trying to change it um, and just really loving all the parts of me, which is not easy. It really is not easy um, to just like be super, I don't know. I, I've i been thinking about it, like just being super um, accepting of my body or how I look my features. I used to hate my uh my nose, but I actually think that my nose is cute. I think it's cute now. Um but, you know, just really taking every single part of me and thinking, you know what? Like it has carried me this far. It's done all these amazing things like it it's holding my brain inside my head like um, and to just fully love every single part of me. And it got me thinking, you know, like when I'm watching movies and shows, like, you know, that person might not be a bombshell, right? Like they're not Margot Robbie, like they're not this like stunning, like blonde bombshell, right? But that's not their character, right? But they fit the character so well. And everyone plays a part into life. And so like, it's okay. If you're not like this super skinny, beautiful, like iconic person, like Marco Robbie, like it's okay. If you like look a different part, right? Because in the movies, like, why do we love those movies so much? It's not because they're incredibly perfect or they have all these things going on but it's because they're relatable to us. They're relatable to the situations that we're going through or our feelings, our emotionals and our emotions and how we relate to those characters and what they're going through. And so it doesn't really matter if you you know, don't fit this certain cookie cutter uh, type of person, because each one of us are unique in our own ways. And it's not to say, oh my gosh, like we shouldn't work on ourselves and we shouldn't try to be the most healthiest version of ourselves. But instead of saying, oh, like I need to change my body in this way, I need to um, look ripped in my neon bathing suit, <laughs> um, which I still, I still want abs, guys. Like I will be working on that, but also just going into like, okay, what is my healthiest mindset? What is my healthiest body? What is my healthiest, like, um, even like boundaries, like, and just how we are completely as a person instead of just like, um, like the surface level stuff. Right. Like I am just like one of my goals for 24 is to really just get to know myself one, like, um, and see what like my goals and my hobbies, what I like to do, like try new things. And also to have more like one-on-one, um, time with myself, which seems kind of silly. Like we're with ourselves all day long, right? Like there is only one of us and, you know, we go to bed with ourselves and we wake up ourselves and we go to work ourselves. And you would think that we would have plenty of time to ourselves, but I also started like just thinking about how much of that time that I'm supposed to be by myself um, and that I'm thinking of other things or I'm thinking about other people or other um, problems or issues instead of just like thinking about myself and thinking about um, you know the am I happy you know and not necessarily it's bad that I'm sad because I, I truly just want to work on measuring how much joy right? Like how many joyous things that I'm feeling instead of just like, oh, am I happy? Am I sad? I'm sad right now. Oh, it must be that my life is horrible. Like not in that way, but instead, okay, like how much fun am I having? How much joy am I having? And how can I make that better? Like I want to be able to just like hang out with myself and not feel stressed out about it. I want to be more present with myself. I want to go to the library, grab a book, and then like sit on the back porch and, you know, drink some wine and just have a date with the book and myself. Like, that sounds like a lot of fun. Maybe it's just because I'm getting old, but like, I just want to be more intentional with myself, hang out with myself more, have more fun, hang out with Garrett too, hang out with the dogs, and just like focus on the things right in front of me. Right. And get back more to like a more simpler time and not be so go, go, go. Like just being slowing down a little bit, um, taking out some of the things that are no longer like serving me, bringing me joy. If I am like dreading it, like, why do I have to do it? Because honestly, like when you were a kid like your parents told you everything to do, right? They're like, okay, like go to bed at eight or like, make sure you get your chores done, go outside, go out for the sport, whatever it was like, I'm an adult. I get to pick whatever I want. Like, and having the freedom to say yes to the things I want to do and no to the things that I don't, whether that is, you know, what I'm having for breakfast or what career I'm going to have or if I, anything at all, like just giving yourself the power to go out and do whatever you want and having fun, because that was like the greatest thing to think about when you were a kid. Like, oh, when I grow up, I'm going to be the, my own boss. I can do whatever I want. Um, I am going to be in charge, right? And sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, who gave me this? Uh, who gave me the the right to uh, lead my own life, right? Like <laughs> who uh, who allowed me to do this? But overall, like I, I am super, super excited for 24. I have a lot of goals and I am excited, um, to be, you know, at this age, something kind of fun is Garrett's birthday is a few days after mine. So mine's the eighth, his is the 13th. So we're super, super close together. Um, but also like many years apart, uh, Garrett turned 27 this year and uh, he is going to have his 10-year reunion next year. And uh, I only have four more years for myself. So that is essentially like a college, right? Like four years of college, four years of high school, four years of anything. And I know I talked about it in a different podcast about like the second year. So like sophomore year of high school, sophomore year of college. And essentially like right now, I'm in the second year of being post-grad. Um, and so that is crazy to think about and thinking about like, okay, I'm the, in the sophomore year of my adulthood and how much have I accomplished already? Like it's, it's kind of wild to think that I'm not 21 anymore, but, um, to like, um, like we're in our sophomore year, like I'm in my sophomore year. Um, and I know that there's so much more to, uh, to learn and so much more to experience. And that's what I'm really going to be focusing on is just like having these experiences and making sure like I'm having the joy and doing nothing at all too right? Like I want to have these experiences. I want to do all these things, but I also want to enjoy doing nothing at all. Like, and to use my Saturday on like rocking in a hammock all day long or reading a book all day long today is kind of, honestly, it's overcast. It's already lightning this morning. Um, thunderstormed Garrett was fixing, uh, fixing some fence for our cows and, um, it's like started raining on him, right? So it's definitely like stay inside vibes which is the perfect opportunity to bake something or cook something we haven't cooked before. Um, and I'm really excited, you know, to use the fresh ingredients. That's another one of my goals for uh, being 24. I want to nourish myself. I want to cook um a meal, at least one elaborate meal a week. Okay. It's just Garrett and I, it really doesn't take that much to like feed us, but I do want a more intricate meal at least once a week, doing something totally fun, something that we might not have had before. Um, and like really just making it a elite meal, something that is um, out of the ordinary, something that is not just like burgers on the grill, which I love burgers on the grill, but uh, taking that extra time to prepare something for myself. Um, and I think back to when I was in high school in college, like quick meals, easy meals, like whatever I could throw together for myself. Like my mom always cooked like a great meal for us every single night. Um, And so going in college, like I had the responsibility of feeding myself, right? And so maybe I would get something easy or I'd eat peanut butter and jelly or I'd go uh, get takeout, whatever it was, or I'd make like a super simple meal at home. But I want to really get creative and spend more time in the kitchen, uh, trying something new and to experiment a little bit. Like I want, I talked about it. Uh, last week in mom and I's podcast about wanting to entertain more. Like we just got our furniture. Um, and even if the entertainment is literally just me and Garrett, like still having it as an event and making each day a little bit more special, a little bit more inviting, something different, something that, um, it's memorable because like, it's, time is going by so fast already. And I think back to when Garrett and I first started dating and, you know, we started dating when I was 18. Like I was, um, just a kid. And I told him, I was like, Oh my gosh, Garrett, like you're taking all of my, uh, my youthful years. I'm giving you my best years. Um, but I also, I think back to the song. Oh, it's like an old country. It's not old, but it's a country song. It's called like, um, you'll never be 23 with anyone but me. And it is about a breakup. Like they broke up, but that, that they had like those years together. And I just think, Oh my gosh, like how lucky am I to have had like found one, uh, my soulmate in college. Cause, uh, that's not like super, I mean, some people do, but most people don't. Um, and so how amazing is that? that we, I get all these years with him, right? Like I already have had like five. So like how amazing is it that like I could have five more, I could have 10 more, 20 more like, um, and still like be growing together. And like, I don't know, like it's, it's definitely something that I did want as a kid. So last year I did 23 things that I learned in 23 years, and I'm not going to lie, like I definitely learned some things this year, but I don't want to do 24 things in 24 years because I feel like some would be a repeat um, from last year because, well, I, I still learned it in the past years, right? So I want to share like four of the main things that it was kind of like a summary, of 24 or I'm sorry, of 23. So, um, so from the last year, um, one of the main points that I decided was really, really important to prepare me for this upcoming, uh, upcoming year, right. Is saying yes to the uncomfortable, because sometimes it's really hard to step out into an uncomfortable space to do something that you've never done before. But like I said, one of my goals is to experience new things and to try new things, um, like roller skating and Pilates and doing those things that I find that are fun. And there's not a lot of pressure around them. I just get to like do it. Um, but some of those things can be uncomfortable and like, it's okay to feel uncomfortable and it's okay to put yourself in those situations where it really has to like prepare you for the next like growth process to really like dial in and um push you to succeed in that next phase so i really like to like separate myself from like maybe my current self and just like stepping into my future self and I've been practicing this a lot actually for the things that I feel uncomfortable doing. Like if I have to deliver bad news or if I have to, um, do something that's a little confrontational instead of just like avoiding it, but instead I step into it. Um, sometimes I will like pretend that I am like the Taylor in me. If you don't know, like I go by my middle name, Logan. And so sometimes when I have to do something super, super uncomfortable, I'll use my first name alias kind of like that. I don't say, Hey, this is Taylor, but I say, you know, like in my brain, okay, like what Taylor is like you know, she can do this. She's like the alter ego. She is, you know, affirmative. She can make sure that she's handling those tough conversations. Like, she's doing all the uncomfortable stuff. It's still me. I'm still doing it and I get the reward obviously. But it is more comfortable to be like, okay, there's a separation, like it's okay, like I might not be comfortable doing that, but in order to like get to where I want to go or to get past this uncomfortable situation, I have to like show up as an individual who isn't afraid to step into this conversation or step into this uncomfortable situation which brings me to my second point of even if you are super super scared even if you are like trembling even if i have anxiety even if i am feeling all of these uncomfortable like icky emotions I remind myself like one, these are just emotions. These are feelings. They will pass and they aren't forever. Um, and so it's okay to feel them. Uh, but also like not to be afraid to, um, do it anyways, like doing it scared, because you're still going to have that fear around it if you like avoid it at all costs, if you don't do it, if you just like keep pushing it off, if you keep not um, stepping into it. And so I've been reminding myself, you know, even though I'm scared, like I'm still gonna, I'm gonna do it scared. I'm going to do it and it might make me feel super icky, While I'm doing it, I might, you know, second guess myself. I might feel like, oh my gosh, like I can't do this. But instead of like giving into those emotions, like sticking to my goal, sticking to like the thing that I need to be doing, like sticking to the mission, if you will, like sticking to the mission and just accomplishing it, getting it done. I always feel so much better when I take it head on. Even if I was feeling like super uncomfy trying to do it, even if I was feeling like I couldn't do it, um, like to just push forward and realize like, you know what? Sometimes our emotions, our feelings are intrusive thoughts. Like sometimes they're liars. Most of the time, (laughs) those intrusive thoughts, they are, um, they're lying to you and things are not, you know, always as they seem and sometimes like we think to ourselves oh my gosh this is a gut feeling but instead it's just like oh what if this what if that like and that's where like the root of like anxious thoughts are um or like that bad situations are going to occur this person is going to feel this type of way um And to that, I've learned to just say, you know, it's not a problem until someone brings it to my attention that it's a problem. And that has reduced like a lot of situations where I felt like kind of uncomfortable in, or if I thought, oh my gosh, like did that come off wrong? Did I say that incorrectly? Do they think this because I said that? Like instead of just like spiraling or like thinking oh my gosh like now i'm going to feel weird going into this like um into this room into this group like whatever it is um to just remind myself that it's not a problem until they bring it to my attention that it's a problem um especially in like my career and the things that i'm doing day to day Like even if someone does bring it to my attention, like, oh my gosh, we have this problem. Like then taking a step further and saying, okay, like, is this really a problem or is this just like something, a minor speed bump, right? Like even if someone brings it to my attention, oh my gosh, like this is a really stressful situation. This is going on. This is going on. Like just being able to take a step back and thinking to myself, okay, like is it as truly bad as it seems? Is there a way that we can counteract this? Is this a way that we can move forward on this? Like, how do we correct the situation? And coming to the problems with more of an optimistic look than just saying, "Oh my gosh, like it's a problem," and fueling that um, that nervousness or whatever else that I'm feeling in those moments and in those situations. So even if I feel like one, I don't know how to do it. You know, first I, I say, Oh, Taylor can do it. And then I do it even if I'm scared. And also like, it's not a problem until they say it's a problem until someone brings it to my attention. That's a major problem. Right. And then when I do have that problem come to me and it is actually a problem, like being able to do all the research that I can and minimizing the situation the best way that I know how and realizing that everything does not depend on this, like one little situation that, um, it, it's going to be okay. Like even if it's not okay, like it, Um, everything truly, truly does happen for a reason. And like going back to when I thought what I wanted to be when I was in high school and the things that I wanted to do, like everything pans out exactly how it's supposed to, like and when you're feeling like oh my gosh like there is so much uncertainty in my life right now just to realize okay like it's okay to be uncertain and it's okay to have these um these opportunities right like and uncertainty is so good in so many ways because like it we can go we can take right or we can take left we can go forward um we can like make different choices um and you know, all you have to do is have like 15 seconds of courage to say yes to the things that you really, really want to do and doing that gut check. Like, oh my gosh, does this align with the things that I want to accomplish? Will I truly love this thing that I want to do? And, uh, really leaning into that. Um, which is super, super powerful to just like trust yourself in that way. So that, that's really what I've been working on. And then the last one I want to talk about is consistency, because to be consistent, you have to do something like when you like allot that time or like every single day. And in theory, it's so easy. are like, okay, like I can do that, right? Like I can, wake up every day and drink a full glass of water with like lemon. Right. And it seems like an easy enough goal. You're going to drink lemon water every single morning at 630. And then, uh, you're, you're doing great and you do it for three days. And then on day four, you didn't get up at 625, you know, to get to the kitchen, to drink your lemon juice. Instead, you woke up at 335 So then that like put you a little late to drink your uh, lemon water. And then, you know, next week goes by and you're out of lemons. You forgot to go to the grocery store and like pick up lemons. So then you're inconsistent in that way. Um, Or your lemons go bad or you wake up super late or you forget to drink your lemon water altogether, right? Like it's such a simple thing. But even the most simplest tasks are hard to stay consistent with, and I truly believe it's because we haven't like internalized ourselves to actually like be that type of person. Like we might be holding on to our past selves, right? Like I um at the start of the podcast, I was talking about like cleaning my kitchen and wanting to do a little bit at a time instead of having to do it all on the weekend. And it seems pretty easy, you know, doing 10 minutes of time to pick something up or do something, but here I am another Sunday and I am having to hustle around and clean things up. Like you have to truly change who you are Inside, like how you view yourself on the inside instead of like, Oh, like I wish I was skinny. I wish I was, uh, went for a run every day. I wish I read books. Like you are saying you're not that type of person who would read books, go for a walk or, you know, drink lemon water every day. But when you say, you know what, like I'm the person I drink lemon water every day. I read books all the time. And keeping that consistency is where we're going to see the most growth and, you know, putting away $250 every paycheck doesn't seem like that much or a hundred dollars every month it doesn't seem like that much, but over time when that consistency, when it compounds, like then you can see like the greatest amount of growth and change. Um, and that has been like truly one of my favorite things to lean into and really hold on to that. What I've learned, um, on just trying to stay consistent. Like I actually like, it's crazy. Now I have switched companies, but I'm doing the exact same thing. Um, and I've been doing this thing for an entire year, you know, on the, let's see, on the 20th, I will have been in my, um, field, my field in career or whatever. I'll have done it for an entire year and when I think back to when I was graduating college, I was just thinking, oh my gosh, like, how can I do something for so long? How would, like, why wouldn't I, like, get bored? Like, I can't, I don't see how adults go to work every single day. They take this much time out of their day to go to work. Like, that I couldn't internalize it. Like, it was hard for me to really take that idea and think that it would be. Um, you know, applicable to me. But now like after I did a whole year of the same thing, now I did six months at one company and six months at another company. But I tell you, no, it's the exact same thing, which is insane. Um, and it's just that consistency. It's getting up every day and just showing up as the person that I want to be and already having the mindset that I'm her right? Like already thinking, you know, like I am who I want to be. I do the things that I want to do. And when I have those opportunities to like do them, like cook myself a meal or try a new recipe or go for a walk, um, clean up the dishes, pull weeds in my garden, like whatever it is, I already have this anticipation. Hey, like I'm already this person. Like I already do these things instead of, Oh, that that's good for someone else, but that's not good enough for me. Or I'm not good enough for that. That person can do it because they're amazing. Whatever. When the reality is, is everyone is just trying to figure it out. Everyone is just trying to do what is right. And I think back, Oh my gosh, like my mom had me when she was 23. So like I, would be a whole year like when she's 24 right like that's just insane to me that she had me at that age and here I am 24, and I'm like, there's no way. Like, how did she do it? Like, how, like, to me, it's so weird. Like, seeing people having babies at this time and thinking, oh my gosh, like, how are we old enough to be having children and starting in our careers and having our houses and doing all these things? I don't know. It's just wild to me, but I am super, super excited to be 24. I think that it is going to be the best year age yet. Um, until 25, of course, honestly, I'm on the fence. I really, really, really want to go get some Botox, like just a little bit. Like I want that to be my birthday present to me, like just a little, little Botox in my, uh, in my forehead where I glare, like I think that would be a great gift. But then I'm like, "Hmm, should I wait until 25 or should I do it at 24? That's the big question. Go ahead, tag me in your Instagram story that you've listened to the end of this episode and tell me if I should wait until 25 or should I get it at 24? Maybe I'll have more, uh, more context on that. That's honestly something I've been thinking about, um, for a while because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm 24. I'm old, not really old. I'm still in my youth. um, But then I'm 25. I'm halfway to 30. Like um, I should be really taking care of my skin and I want to age like gracefully. Um, So like I'm on the fence. Like, should I get Botox? Should I not? Should I get lip filler? Like all these crazy things. Not that my lips aren't like beautiful and perfect, but you know, just like, hmm doing it for no one but myself, like doing a little Botox. Like if I'm going to get Botox, I might as well put a little in my lip. I don't know. Uh, that's up for debate in next week's episode, but thank you so much for listening. Be sure to give a rate and review wherever you listen. I can't believe I'm 24. Cannot believe it, but you know, one weekend and it's, it's been pretty good so far. Feeling really grateful for where I'm at, who I am and who I'm going to become. So That's all for this week's episode and until next time, bye!